is going on guys welcome back to another episode of just say it i'm your host jesse i hope you're you had a great week um let's get into episode five the devil in plain sight uh first we have a we have three things we're going to go over in this episode first we're going to go over the autonomous zone in seattle washington second we are going to just do a quick summary of how I think George Floyd died because I don't want to leave that kind of unsaid because there's a lot of fake information going around on the internet. I want to put a nice bow on that and wrap that up so we can move on with our lives. And then third, the main topic of this episode is the letter that the Archbishop Vigano penned to Donald Trump after the scrutiny he received for uh, standing in front of that church at the day after it was uh, almost burned to the ground. So let's get into it. First, the autonomous zone or hippopotamus, whatever you want to call it, the zone in Seattle, Washington that has been taken over by pretty much Antifa protesters, whatever you want to call them. There's a mix of people in in, the, in that group. It's uh, six city blocks. And currently, it still stands at that. We're going to get into a message that the chief of police sent out, which contradicts uh, what the mayor and a couple of other higher-ups wanted to happen in that area. So let's play the clip of the, the chief of police over there. Let's see what she has to say. Good afternoon. Glad you're with us this noon hour. I'm Jake Wittenberg. We're starting with some breaking news today. Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best now says abandoning the East Precinct was not her choice, and she's taking a shot at city leaders for making that decision. This is part of a three-minute video that was just posted online where the chief is speaking directly to her officers. In it, she is unusually blunt about her feelings and the way protesters have been allowed to take over several city blocks on Capitol Hill. Listen. I want to update you all on the situation at the East Precinct. The decision to board up the precinct, our precinct, our home, the first precinct I worked in, was something I have been holding off. You should know, leaving the precinct was not my decision. You fought for days to protect it. I asked you to stand on that line, day in and day out, to be pelted with projectiles, to be screamed at, threatened, and in some cases hurt. Then to have a change of course nearly two weeks in, it seems like an insult to you and our community. Ultimately, the city had other plans for the building and relented to severe public pressure. I'm angry about how this all came about. I understand that my comments in this message uh, may be leaked to the public, but I'm not concerned about that. I stand by what I'm saying. We had solid information to believe that anti-government groups would destroy the precinct once we left, whether through vandalism or arson. So later in the video. So that's pretty much that. And for those of you who aren't watching via YouTube or listening on the radio, podcast, via whatever may have you, um, she's a black woman. And what else can you ask for? What a strong message. That's the message you want to get from your leader. That's how a leader leads. And I wish we would see more of that from other people that are allegedly leaders, but we're not going to see it. 
from them. Who the people that are letting these statues get ripped down and their cities be, be torn apart? A lot of them are the deep state, and they want to see that happen. They don't like Trump, and they don't like you. That is a perfect example of what you want your police chief to be. Can't ask for anything better than that. What do you guys say? Leave a comment below. So that, although contradicts, you can tell by that, she was told, she said she was told to step down, basically. After her officers risked their lives, officers risked their life on a daily basis. Yes, there are a few bad officers. There's a few bad secretaries. There's a few bad hamburger flippers, okay? But they don't have a camera shoved in their face. They don't have guns held at them every two seconds. But no, you get a videotape of the bad ones. How about we start posting videos of all the good ones? Because they tremendously outweigh them. Anyway, Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle said to Donald Trump after he said he was going to go in there and clean up the, the six-block zone that was set up. He said, if you don't clean it up, I'm going to come in there basically with the National Guard or the military and do it for you. Basically, get control of your city or I'm going to have to do it. She tweets to him, make us all safe and go back to your bunker. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Now, what she's referring to is when there was that group of protesters that shook the fence in, in, in front of the White House and the Secret Service brought Trump into the White House bunker. Now, what did you want Trump to do? Go out on the North Lawn and take on the protesters? Are you crazy? What did you want him to do? This is just another example. And this, this mayor doesn't care about her city. She doesn't care about the good people in her city. She panders to the big mouths. Disgrace. Step down. So that's what's going on with the zone right now. As far as I last checked, I've been getting a lot of information on Twitter because there's people on the inside taking videos and stuff. Funny, the first one of the first things they did in that zone was establish borders. They set up a wall. Oh, how ironic. Oh, and then what did they do? They put people at the entrance of the wall. They gave them guns. And they pat people down that come in. Oh, they want security. Oh, they want to protect their little six blocks, but they don't want to protect the United States and they want to fill it with drugs that kill our kids, right? And some illegals that come in and rape our kids, right? But that's okay. And they commit crimes. And they kill people like Kate Steinle and uh, Jermaine. And there's too many to list. It would be a shame to list some because then you forget. God bless the angel moms. We have enough crime in this country. We don't need crimes committed by people that shouldn't have been here in the first place. It's unacceptable. Think about this way. Say you're fighting, you're fighting with uh, people in your house, right? There's people dying in our streets. Oh, invite some more people in. You think that's going to make the problem better? Legal immigration. Legal. Anyway, so that's what's going on right now in that six uh, city block. They're actually fighting with themselves. There's video of them. Um, the leader, the, there's a, I forget the name of the leader, 
but he's a rapper and he got into a fight. They started fighting on camera because the one guy was trying to spray paint on the wall and he he didn't approve of it. So they started going at each other on camera. Then there was like a little town square meeting where they were fighting over the microphone and this woman grabs a mic and basically telling him that it was getting hostile, telling him to shut up and obey pretty much. I mean, it's a mess and they're finding out it's not so easy. So that's still a mess over there. And judging by the mayor's comments and all the rest of the Democratic fools in Seattle, it's not going to get cleared up anytime soon. So we'll keep we'll bring that up again next Monday when we uh, when we do our show. We'll keep you updated on that situation. So let's do a quick brief summary of how I think George Floyd died. And we're going to dispel a lot of the fake rumors that are going up because I almost did a whole show on. To, to dive deep in and see what really happened with George Floyd because there was a lot of there's a lot of false information saying oh the cops are an actor a crisis actor the people are saying it's a psyop we're going to break that down how it's not true so number 1 there's three videos out there there's one camera from the initial street where the van was pulled over and he gave the fake bill there's one camera there. There's also another camera across the street where they actually moved him to, tried to get him in the cop car, pinned him to the ground, and that's unfortunately where he died. So there's two cameras there, and the third camera was the police cam on one of the cops' shirts. Okay. The police cam has a conflicting date. It says the 26th. The other two cameras say the 25th. Why is that? Because the police cam... It's not showing the date from the actual cam. It's showing the date where the cops are now reviewing this at the station going over the footage. As you can tell, it says the 26th and it says 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, yes, it did happen on that day. It's not a green screen. It's real. So, dispel that rumor. Number two. Oh, this guy's a crisis actor. Not true. Um, there, people tried saying there was a picture of him and the ears didn't line up. That's not true. It's just the angle of the, of the picture. So that's debunked. Also, it's not true that people were saying, oh, it's a different street. Look at the, the lines on the ground. Checked out both camera angles from each camera. It's the same street. So that's not true. Everything's correct. Then there's one last video saying that where where's the uh the black man that filmed it and the white girl with the bandana that was confronting these cops saying hey get off them get off them oh where are they in the video the video that the guy was taking he's only showing the right side of the car the the people filming were on the left side so you need people need to stop spreading false information it doesn't help anybody you feed into this crap stop spreading false information okay so let's, I want to talk about the first autopsy that we actually have, and we're going to actually address how I think George Floyd died. He did not die just because of the neck. I don't think you can suffocate someone by putting your knee on the back of someone's neck, because if you grab your neck, you can feel it until you get around to the side, it gets hard to breathe. It gets hard to breathe if you press on the front, the front sides. So just putting a knee on the back is not going to choke somebody out. But it was a perfect storm, and we're going to get into that right now. Number one, did you know he was COVID positive? So he had COVID. 
What's one of the biggest things with COVID? You have trouble breathing. And he was older. He was 46. Now, he's not that old, but he's old enough where he could have difficulties breathing. Second thing, did you know he was high on fentanyl? What's one of the serious side effects of overdosing on fentanyl or being high on fentanyl? Serious breathing problems, okay? So couple that with the COVID. Then, what? what's the, uh, the other thing was that he had heart problems in his... In his autopsy, it is found that he has arteriosclerotic heart disease, multifocal, and it's severe. So he had heart disease and most likely was suffering cardiac arrest while being COVID positive and being under the influence of fentanyl, which causes you, which can make it hard to breathe. And then he has four people holding him down. Cardiac arrest is the sudden loss of blood flow resulting in the heart pumping not effectively. And you can lose consciousness and have hard time breathing. So there were four different things that would call make it difficult for him to breathe, which also dispels the fact that he tried to kill him. I think... He was doing an improper hold, and he knew it wouldn't kill him. It wouldn't kill a regular person, but with all those contributing factors, it killed him. That's why he was so confident looking in the camera like, oh, this guy's rambling. He can't breathe. He's high on drugs, blah, blah, blah. Because like in the video where he's resisting arrest, he's saying a lot of, a bunch of things that you would say when you're high, freaking out. Okay, especially when he's about to go to jail and he's got a ton of priors and he knows he's going to be locked up forever. So he's freaking out. Meanwhile, he's on COVID, hurts your breathing. He's high on fentanyl, hurts your breathing, and he had severe heart problems. All that's hurt the breathing and he's got four people holding him down. That, in my opinion, that, in my honest opinion, is what killed him. Not the knee on the back of the neck. It was all four of those factors coupled together, which is why the cop was so arrogant. It's why they also when they called when they called in the EMT or they called in the person to get him, they didn't say it was a it was a hospital emergency. Which is why they didn't try to check his pulse on site. Okay, the dumb cop probably thought he was just acting, but no, the guy died. Okay. So that's what I b truly believe happened in that. It was just a perfect storm and unfortunately we're paying the price of it and the the deep state has hijacked this and used this to push their narrative on the American people. Funny, this guy can have three funerals, but you can't have a funeral for the person in your life that died. It's disgusting and it's not fair. It's disgusting what actually what they're doing to they're using they're using George Floyd to push their agenda, and it's disgusting. So we need police reform. We don't need to defund the police. And when they say stupid crap like that, nothing gets done. Take it seriously. Say we need police reform, which everyone can agree with. The municipality is what allow that to happen. Some guy with 12, 12 counts of police brutality should be disciplined. How often was this guy disciplined, if at all? This is on the police department. He should not have been out there. And the perfect storm happened, and now we're paying the price for this.
So that's my humble opinion. What do you guys think? I just had to dispel all the fake narratives out there. It's... Disinformation does not help. It's basically... You're doing basically what CNN does. They fog your mind with all this fake crap. Don't do it. You're not helping the case, guys. Stop. Don't do stuff like that to get views and to get attention. It's not good. It's, it's not helping the matter. So let's get into the main topic the devil in plain sight. See, I did a little trick there. I used Trump, so we're actually we're probably gonna pick up some viewers we may not have may not have, may not have got. Sorry, guys, it's four thirty in the morning. Getting this out to you a little late because I went down the deep down the rabbit hole. So let's get into this uh, message that was penned to Trump after him standing in front of uh, that church that almost burned down to the ground because of the the anarchists, basically. Trump says in a tweet, so honored by Archbishop Fagano's incredible letter to me. I hope everyone, religious or not, reads it. So let's get into that letter. This letter is so important and it touches. It touches on the reason I started this show and the reason you have to speak up. It touches on all, it's, it touches on all of that. So here we go. Archbishop Carlo Vegano warns the president that the current crisis over the coronavirus pandemic and the George Floyd riots are a part of the eternal spiritual struggle between the forces of good and evil. Let's get into it. June 7th, this was Holy Trinity Sunday. Dear Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I would call biblical. The children of the light and the children of darkness, a.k.a. the patriots, people who love this country, and the people that don't, the deep state, the new world order. The children of the light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent the absolute minority. And yet, the former are the object of a sort of discrimination which places them in situation a situation of moral inferiority. Inferiority. Sorry, guys. It's late. With respect to their adversaries, who often hold strategic positions in government, politics, in the economy, and in the media. In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked and by those who help them, either out of self-interest or fearlessness. Okay, basically he's talking about the deep state and how they have control over kids via media, via entertainment, and via our schools. It is extremely dangerous. These two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation between the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent, a.k.a. good and evil. On the one hand, there are those who, although they have a thousand defects, and weaknesses are motivated by the desire to do good, to be honest, and to raise a family, to engage in work, to give prosperity to their homeland, to help the needy, and in obedience to the law of God, to the merit of the kingdom of heaven. On the other hand, there are those who serve themselves, those who do not hold any moral principles, those who want to demolish family and the nation. We talk about all this time, they're getting rid of they're getting rid of God and the Pledge of Allegiance. They exploit workers to make themselves unduly wealthy, to foment internal divisions and wars, 
and to accumulate power and money. For them, the illusion of temporal well-being will one day, will, there will be one day, if they do not repent. Yield to the terrible fate that awaits them, far from God, internal damnation. Basically, they'll go to hell. In society, Mr. President, these two opposing realities coexist as eternal enemies, just as good and Satan are eternal enemies. A.K.A. the Patriots versus the Deep State and the, who controls the media and our schools. And it appears that the children of darkness, the Deep State, who we may easily identify with the Deep State, you wisely oppose and which is fiercely waging war against you in these days waging war against us, have decided to show their cards. In plain sight. So to speak, by now revealing their plans, they seem to be so certain of already having everything under control that they have laid aside their circumspection that until now have at least partially concealed. AKA, they're in plain sight. They're not hiding who they are anymore. It's for all the world to see. Their true intentions. The investigations already underway which I believe the Durham re he's alluding to the Durham report and the Hillary Clinton emails. The investigations already underway will reveal the true responsibility of those who manage the COVID emergency, not only in the area of healthcare, but also in politics, the economy and the media. We will probably find that in this colossal operation of social engineering, there are people who will have decided the fate of humanity. AKA there's people behind the curtains deciding what we see and population control. Arrogating themselves to the right to act against the will of citizens and their representatives in governments and nations. We will also discover that the riots in these days were provoked by those seeing that the virus is inevitably fading and that the social alarm of the pandemic is waning necessarily had to provoke civil disturbances aka the jig is up and now they're using this because the american people are on to them in their games because they would be followed by repression which although legitimate could be condemned as an unjustified aggression against the population the same thing is also happening in europe right what a coincidence why are all these um why are there cops kneeling on necks in different countries why are there protests in different countries this is all orchestrated by the deep state they're all orchestrated in perfect synchrony it is quite clear that the use of street protests is instrumental to the purposes of those who would like to see someone elected in the upcoming presidential elections who embodies the goals of the deep state and who expresses those goals faith faithfully with convention Conviction, a.k.a. the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden. It will not be surprising if in a few months we learn once again that hidden behind these acts of vandalism and violence, there are those who hope to profit from the dissolution of the social order as to build a world without freedom. Although it may seem disconcerting, the opposing alignments I have described are also found in religious circles. There are faithful shepherds who care for the flock of Christ, but there are also people who seek to scatter the flock and hand the sheep over to the wolves. The deep state does the same thing. 
They want us to eat our own. They want God out of your lives so you don't have anything to believe in. So you lose focus. You have nothing to look forward to. They want to take out the Pledge of Allegiance. They want you to kneel for the national anthem so you hate it. So you hate your country. And that way, there can be anarchy, right? If you don't believe in anything, what's the purpose of anything? This is an effort. The kneeling of the flag. The constant me the media surrounding your family. Their efforts in schools. This is all an effort to make you turn on yourself. To make you not believe in anything. It is not surprising that these mercenaries are allies of the children of darkness, the deep state, and hate the children of the light, the patriots. Just as in the deep state there is a deep church that betrays the duties and forswears its proper commitments before God. Thus, the invisible enemy, who is not invisible anymore, whom good rulers fight against in public affairs, is also fought by the good shepherds in the church. It is a spiritual battle which I spoke about and my recent appeal was, was published on May 8th. Almost done. For the first time, the United States has you and a president who courageously defends the right to life, who is not ashamed to denounce the persecution of Christians throughout the world, who speaks of Jesus Christ and the right of citizens to f the freedom of the worship. Your participation is, yeah, isn't it ironic? You can't go to church, but you can burn shit down. This is what he's alluding to. Your participation in the March for Life, and more recently, your proclamation of the month of April as National Child Abuse Prevention Month are actions that confirm what side you fight for. And I dare to believe that both of us are on the same side in this battle, albeit with different weapons. Funny, I didn't hear that April was National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Oh, is that because Trump did something positive? Oh, you don't hear about that, right? You only hear what they want you to hear. Wake up. Just like we don't hear, you rarely hear that he donates every single paycheck to a different foundation, to a different organization that's good for our country. You don't hear about that, right? You hear what they want you to hear. You want to hear their message. And guess what? They don't have good intentions for you or your family. For this reason, I believe the attack to which you were subject to after your visit to the National Shrine of St. John Paul II is part of an orchestrated media narrative which seeks to not fight racism and bring social order, but to aggravate dispositions. Not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime, right? They want to justify the ripping down of statues. They want to justify the destruction of America. They hijacked the unfortunate actions of a dunk cop to use it for you to sympathize. They use the word Black Lives Matter in that bad, that bad organization so you can support it. Because, yeah, who doesn't agree that Black Lives Matter? But the organization, as you saw what Candace Owens posted, donations that organization goes to Democratic candidates. Wake up, people. But to legitimize violence and crime, not to serve truth, but to favor one political faction. 
It is disconcerting that there are bishops, such as those who I am re recently denounced, who by their words prove they are aligned with the opposing side. They are subservient to the deep state, to globalism, to aligned thought, to the new world order, which they invoke ever more frequently in the name of universal brotherhood, which has nothing Christian about it, but which invokes messianic ideals for those who want to dominate the world by driving God out of the courts, God out of schools, out of families, and perhaps even out of churches. Which is why, burn the church to the ground, right? Trump was shamed for, you were shamed, Trump was sh think about this, think about this for a second. Our president, forget who he is, was shamed for holding a Bible in front of a church. We had an army general come out and apologize for being part of that. How dare you? But you know what? You know what I love about all this? You know what I love about all these woke people? Everybody is showing their true colors. I love this stuff. I love when friends expose themselves. I love, I'd rather find out now who's on my side. People are exposing what side they're on. And that's great, because now we know who you are, buddy. You just wait. You wait. We're not going to take it anymore. The American people are mature and now understand how much the mainstream media does not want to spread truth, but seeks to silence and distort it. <clears throat> CNN. MSDNC, spreading the lie that is useful for the purposes of their masters, right? Isn't it ironic? If you happen to listen to Democrats, if when something happens, if you happen to watch M MSNBC or CNN or any of the total radical left networks, isn't it weird that everything they say, they say the same thing? It's almost verbatim. Why is that? It's almost like, you know, it's almost, it's, it's almost like they're reading the script. That's because they are. Who are they getting orders from? Who is orchestrating this? However, it is important that the good who are the majority, the silent majority, wake up from their sluggish, sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by a minority of dishonest people with unvowable purposes. This is the reason why I started the show. And this is the reason why I can't stop. This is the reason why you can't be silent anymore. If you like something on Facebook, like it. If you like something on Instagram, like it. If you like something on Twitter, like it. Let them fire you. You will find a job that loves you and supports you for who you are, not for who you pretend to be so you don't get criticism. If they don't like who you are. Are they really your friends? Stop hiding who you are. You're slowly killing yourself. I promise you it will be beyond liberating. Don't walk away. This is one battle in life you cannot walk away from. We need you. The world needs you. Let's go, guys. Let's go. However, it is reported the good who are the majority wake up from the sluggishness and do not accept being deceived by the minority, right? They are the minority. They just sit on this soapbox and cry a river. 
But those people are the minority. But unfortunately, the biggest mouths do most of the talking. Let's go, guys. Let's go. It is necessary that the good, the children of the light, the patriots, come together and make their voices heard. What more effective way is there to do this, Mr. President, than by prayer, asking the Lord to protect you, the United States, and all of humanity from this enormous attack of the enemy, the enemy that now hides in plain sight, my friend. Before the power of prayer, the deceptions of the children of darkness will collapse. Their plots will be revealed. Their betrayal, the betrayal will be shown. Their frightening power will end in nothing. Brought to the light and exposed for what it is, an infernal deception. Mr. President, my prayers constantly turn to the beloved American nation, where I had the privilege and honor of being sent by Pope Benedict XVI. In this dramatic and decisive hour for all humanity, this is the 11th hour, guys, I am praying for you and also for those who are at your side in the government of the United States. I trust that the American people are united with me and you in prayer to the Almighty God, united against the invisible enemy of all humanity. I bless you, the First Lady, the beloved American nation, and all men and women women of goodwill. That letter was so important and I was happy to read that to you. I hope, um, I don't care if you share it via show. I don't care if you go on Twitter and share it. I don't care. I'll post the, uh, I'll post the direct link if you want to read it yourself. I don't care if you share it via our show or if you share it via the link. I don't care. People need to read that letter. People, I don't care if it's through me. I don't care who it is. We got to go, guys. It's go time. This is the 11th hour. They are hiding in plain sight because we've allowed them to. There is no time like now. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Do what's right, not what's easy. If you do what's right, you have nothing to worry about. We cannot hide. I am the same type of person. I'm a speak when spoken to a guy. But they have pushed. They have pushed. We have to speak up. You have to speak up. Little steps every day. Spread the word. We have to speak up, guys. Let's go. It's for our children. It's for our family. It's for the people that fought and died for this country. It's for people that fought and died around the world. You need to wake up. We need to go, guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, you work hard. You should enjoy your weekend. Um, if you want to relax, there's a UFC card tonight. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. I had to bang this out because my, uh, my dumbass didn't hit the record button. So I'm actually working overtime for you guys. That's all my, my own fault. Um, there's a UFC card starts at seven o'clock. If you guys want to check that out, you have uh, Dana White does not bend the knee, so you won't see any of that bull crap happening with the UFC. So he supports a uh, God and country. So tune in the UFC if you want to do that. If not, have a great weekend with your family. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, possibly with a Joe Biden video. Although, do we really need to dismantle Joe Biden? He does a pretty good job. I don't know if I can do it better than he does it himself. So, uh. 
thanks uh, for tuning in again, guys. For those who are new, uh, welcome to the Just Say It family. For those who came back, uh, I really appreciate your support. Uh, be safe, guys. I will see you Monday morning, bright and early.